are now live and on lockdown. Are you ready? Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland and across the globe. Listen here. You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast on Hearts on Life Radio with your host, Fraser Ramsey. Hi, this is Afia Letha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonglive.co.uk. And good evening and welcome to another edition to Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders. I'm back. I wasn't here last week because it was not under, a bit under the weather. But I'm back, full form, ready to rock and roll. We have another guest. We have another guest, which is great. It's always good to have lots of guests and exciting guests, exciting stories. And we... Good to hear them. It's good to bring their platform to Edinburgh, Scotland on heartsonlive.co.uk. Ramsey on these going beyond borders because we are going beyond borders. Where have you been up to on Saturday night? Uh, what have you been up to? There's lots of fireworks going on in Edinburgh. Around, it's actually been very unseasonably mild today. It's about 15 degrees centigrade. It's been 14. It's warm. It's not cold. For We've had a couple of days of cold, but it's going to... Going a bit warmer, and uh, you wonder why we're all getting ill. But it's one of these things, really. It's kind of global warming. I say bring it on in Scotland, I say global warming, because uh, we'll be like sitting on the beach in about 30 degrees or something, or like 90, 85 Fahrenheit, where everyone else is freezing for a change. But yeah, no, never mind, won't talk about that. But uh, welcome to um, Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders on Hearts and Live with my special guest, Tuana. Ross, or a.k.a. the LinkedIn Professor, and uh, or my coach, or there's a number of titles, I'm sure she'll tell you them all, and we're going to, um, but yeah, it's all been good, so I uh, hope you've been had a good week, whatever you've been up to, and uh, I hope you enjoy this interview in with uh, Tawana Ross, and uh, we're about to welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, thank you for coming on, Tawana. Oh, thank you for having me, I'm, I'm totally honoured, I love your platform, and, and I'm grateful that you're sharing it. No, no, happy to have you. It's been great. And just to shout out to all the people who might be listening uh, on heartsonlive.co.uk or the app. We appreciate you and thank you for the support. Uh, but yeah, so tell us, what what's life? Let's just dive straight in. Tell us about you. Tell us about life growing up. Where, where were you brought up? Where were you, obviously, where were you born? Uh, tell us about the bit of background, really. Go for it. Sure. <laughs> Actually, I was, I was born in North Carolina, although technically I'm a nomad. Uh, I spent... The vast majority of my life moving from place to place. I think the last time I counted, I've actually moved 25 times uh, to at least 17 or 18 different cities. And uh, so I, I spent most of my childhood going from place to place. And on average, we spent about two years in each city, and uh, so uh, so that makes me a nomad. <laughs> so how did you? What so for what reason did you have to move around? Well, I I grew up in a household with an executive dad, okay. and because my dad was climbing the corporate ladder during my childhood. Uh, and succeeding doing so, that meant that we moved around quite a bit, and the higher and higher higher he went on the corporate ladder, the more often we would move into some far out places. So I've lived overseas and, and traveled the world uh, thanks to him and his uh, career. He was actually the uh, vice president at Quaker Oats and the COO of PepsiCo. Oh, wow. So we got mm. to see the world as a result. <laughs> so you got your porridge in the morning then? <laughs> 
definitely had my fill of oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> What's for breakfast? Porridge. Right, okay. <laughs> Can I have eggs, please? <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. Wow. So certainly uh, climbing the corporate ladder. That's good uh, in pep- PepsiCo and uh, oh, Quaker Oats. That's impressive. So carry on. I'll let you answer. That's really good. Cool. Well, I think also because of his background and mm-hmm. because of his career in corporate America, it's really where I learned to love business. And so I've had a fascination with business since I was uh, a, a young child and yeah. extremely so as a teenager and uh, so much so that when I went off to college, I actually minored in business. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm just fascinated with, with business and growing businesses, uh, which is why I get to do what I love every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's always good. So what can I give us, well, we'll, we'll, what we'll do is I know what you're doing now, obviously what you're doing now, but we'll go into that later on and how you help other businesses grow. So I mean, get some examples of people who might want to might interest in hiring you to help their business example for example so tell us a bit more obviously from so from jumping from state to state or place to place and homes and because of your your dad's job i mean did you find that I mean, you obviously got used to it probably you probably got used to it after say the 10th time maybe because you knew it was happening but uh what was it like regarding school obviously having to go from school to school or making friends and having to make new friends again. Do you find that difficult at all? Or do you find it quite easy enough? Or That was definitely a challenge growing up. I was always the new kid, and we didn't stay long in places, so I was always making new friends often. So did, you, did that find that quite... Was it difficult to make once you just get... Maybe did you have any really special close friends at all that you have kept in contact over the years... But you didn't really want to leave them, but uh, have you had that sort of, I mean, having to move, or have you just got, when you've moved, you just had to, you've had to sort of part company or sever the friendship or etc.? Well, thanks to social media, one of my best friends in high school that I hadn't seen for many, many years, decades actually, mm-hmm. we've reconnected on social media. And, um, and, you know, that was, that was a challenge because we, we moved my senior year in high school. So I actually went to three different high schools and to move away from my best friends right before my senior year in high school was really, uh, a challenge, but, uh, but now I'm, I'm able to reconnect with people that I grew up with and, and old friends, which is pretty awesome. That's good. Fantastic. So after you kind of went through uh, school and you can obviously pretty much followed your dad and what he's been doing, you've kind of seen the corporate side. Um, I mean, was that, did you, did you, when did you sort of realise that this is what I want to do and not to say, well, well I don't want to follow the corporate world, I want to do something else? Or did you have any other, was there anything else you would like to have done or is it just a straight, you all right, this is, this is me? Well, I spontaneously one day decided that I no longer wanted to be in the corporate space. So I had spent more than 20 years uh, working in the corporate world, and um, the majority of that time was spent in business 
sales or business sales training. And uh, after 20 plus years, I, I literally just decided one day, uh, randomly, it, it wasn't a plan at all. Uh, but I decided one day that I wanted to leave my comfortable corporate life behind. You know, I had a great corporate career, very, very visible uh, in my role. I loved my job. I loved what I was doing. I got to travel all over and and uh, and speak in the classroom. And classroom is my favorite place to be. And I made a lot of money doing it. So I, I had I had a very comfortable corporate life. But when I decided I no longer wanted to do that, I literally submitted my resignation letter 10 minutes later, and I never looked back. I've been running my business full-time ever since. That's brilliant. That's good. Good going. That's good going. So out with business, right with um, obviously working in the corporate world and then kind of going into your business, have you had any sort of Apart from just working, going going with the daily, changing, going to different places every couple of years, have you had any downs in your life that you've kind of had to work through to bring you to where you are, or to challenging situations out with business, but in your personal life at all? Oh yeah, I think that you know, being an entrepreneur in general is not an easy journey. Uh, it comes with challenges on the regular on a regular basis, and in growing a business, uh, there are definitely challenges along the way. And I've been able to stay in business now for about four and a half years through all of the challenges. And so while it's it's not easy, it has definitely been worth it uh, that I, I do get to do what I love every day. And I get to work with the most brilliant talent mm -hmm. on the planet. And, and so those challenges, you know, in hindsight have really just built uh, strength and resilience and allowed me to see that, uh, that with hard work and dedication mm -hmm. that not only can I do this, but I can be successful doing this. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for the journey I've had thus far, uh, even even though it hasn't been a, a smooth path, it, it has definitely been the most rewarding time of my life. And uh, and I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Okay, that's good. Good to know. Um, so tell us, I'm just trying, I'm not, <laughs> not with my questions in front of me, which usually helps because I'm multitasking on my phone, but uh, it helps um, bring up the questions which you sent me. Um, give me two seconds. There we go. So, you're saying it's been, been in business about four years now, you say? Four years? Yeah, about four, four and a half years now. Mm -hmm. That's good. So, have you been, have you found the kind of, I mean, four years, I mean, usually two years is a good, when it comes to business, two years is your kind of uh, target. If you can get over the two years, you're pretty much, you can give you a bit of a safe foundation usually if not after if you're kind of flatlining after four two years it's not worth it you're not obviously going to be in business very long but i mean how do you find i mean obviously when you start a business it's challenging you're having to think it can be quiet but you're having to think how all the things like marketing and everything else and how to get yourself out there how to get you known and how people to buy your services etc how did you deal with all that i mean what kind of route did you take well, I think one of the important pieces 
uh, in my journey is the fact that when I started, I had an excellent group of coaches and mentors, and one in particular who told me when I decided to run my business full time and, and leave the corporate world, you know, they told me that I should keep my focus on the vision itself. Uh, so lead with the vision and the money will follow. And that's unique because so many entrepreneurs go into business and they are chasing the money and they get frustrated when they don't see the revenue that they envision and they take their eye off of, of the mission itself and you know in in keeping my vision top of mind and letting that guide me i have found that it's true uh, if i focus on delivering value to the people who have the problems that i solve that the the money shows up right uh, when when people have the problems that i solve they're willing to make an investment in and having those problems disappear and so i spend my time and put my energy into uh, providing services for those people that that have the problems i solve versus chasing money uh, and that that really has been one of the reasons that i believe i i have made it this far that's good I'm going to ask you something different. You always you to say if you think of anything. Um, I always like to ask, are you a faith-based person at all? Do you have a faith at all? Uh, I, I am very spiritual in nature, so um, uh, not religious, but certainly very spiritual. And uh, and I most certainly believe that uh, I was put here for a purpose and that I have everything I need to fulfill that purpose and uh, the resources and and the people and the money that's all necessary uh, to fulfill this will will all be provided because this is what I was put here to do. Okay, fantastic. Well, what is your take? You've got a couple of things to talk about. You've got, all, you've got your book, which we'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about your, you've got coaching, and uh, we'll talk about that as well. And then obviously we can, and we'll play a tune and we're going to, um, after the music, we'll obviously cover the other, other things that you do and your kind of your goals and what you want to do going forward and what you're, how you're sort of looking for your next step in the ladder and your career and what you're planning and how you can obviously fulfill other people's lives through your work. But uh, we'll cover that in the set next next part. Uh, we'll, and we'll play a few tunes. We've got uh, one... I'm going to play Iron Rigdon. I was going to play Gone by Iron Rigdon, but I forgot to send it to myself. This is my stupidity, my idiot, because it's too quick. I had to be up early and out the door today on for work. But, um, but I'm going to play Top of the World by Iron Rigdon, Canadian uh, country artist. So, um, and I was going to play it. I've just realised my, my file's gone bonkers, so I won't play that, actually. <laughs> I will uh, play Never Give Up instead because uh, I need to sort my files out. But never mind. There's nothing better than live radio and everything goes bonkers. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but uh, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. But anyway, um, I will um, play uh, Never Give Up, Never Ever Give Up by Benita Charles, which I did play in the last one, but it's a good song and I want to help her out giving a bit of exposure. So uh, let's uh, play that and I'll be back after this. Mm -hmm. Never 
Sophia from Frame Your Day with Afia Leith and I'm super excited to announce Position for Better 2018 is finally here. You asked for it, so here it is. Four days of learning and getting positioned for better. November 27th to the 30th. We're going to do it online so everybody can get in. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now in the four days, you'll learn how to find the perfect partner, four steps to help you find your purpose, why failing is okay and how to fail forward, how to frame a winning mindset, and we're going to get financial tips for better financial health with financial educator, Jacoya Landry. Materials will be provided along with some other goodies. Now to register, head over to afeelethem.com forward slash workshops and don't miss it. Okay, don't miss it. Head over to afeelethem.com forward slash workshops and get ready to be positioned for better. Position for better 2018. Don't miss it. 
And welcome back to Ramsey on Leash Going Beyond Borders at heartsonlive.co.uk And that was uh, Precision for Better with uh, Ephia Latham So if you're interested in signing up for that or connecting with her Go to her website and she can sign up so Type in your form, type in the form, fill it in and just put your name and hit enter Anyway, welcome to uh, our guest again, Joanna Ross uh, A.K.A. The LinkedIn Professor We're going to talk about her book How many books have you written? Well, I've actually written my, my own, and I am also in, well, my story is in an anthology, and on top of that, uh, now that I know the process of, of publishing, I have uh, taught several of my clients the, the same process uh, in, in teaching them how to publish as well. Uh, so my my own book uh, came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. So what is your what is your book about? Well, it's called uh, "Classes Now in Session: Your 21 LinkedIn Questions Answered." And so I took the most common questions that I get about LinkedIn, and uh, the questions were so common that after a while, I figured because I answered it these questions so often, it just makes sense to write a book and answer those questions. And uh, LinkedIn being the main part of my brand that most people know me for, uh, for me, it was just a no brainer to make my first book about that subject matter so that I could answer people's questions and give them uh, better clarity on why the platform is so necessary for their brands and how they can go about uh, utilizing the platform to grow their businesses as well. Okay, so give it. What are these kind of general questions? If you give a bit of an insight to the most common or top five common questions for LinkedIn. Well, a lot of those questions have to do with. Uh, things like how how someone's profile should be written, uh, whether or not they should even be on LinkedIn. I get that question quite often. Uh, people will think that because of what they do in the industry they're in, they're not sure if they should even be on LinkedIn. And uh, I also get the question often about uh, whether or not you should connect with everyone and how to do that and uh, 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 things that people face when they actually are sitting down to build out their presence on the platform. You know, LinkedIn is uh, not exactly the most intuitive in certain places, and, and it's certainly uh, it is not the easiest to, to see the strategy behind it. And so, you know, it takes someone like me who knows the platform so well and understands the strategy behind it, but also uh, looking at it from a branding perspective so that people can actually stand out on the platform. You know, that's where most of the questions come from. And uh, I enjoy getting those questions, though, because it means that people are intentional about using LinkedIn as a part of their overall strategy. And uh, I always love to hear that, especially because I work with so many entrepreneurs. And generally speaking, entrepreneurs uh, didn't realize or don't realize that LinkedIn is such a valuable platform. They 
think it's a place to go and find a job when really it's a massive branding tool. And when entrepreneurs and small businesses use it as a branding tool, they find that they're able to connect with and engage with people outside of just their client base. And and that's where the real magic happens is in the engagement and certainly the engagement uh, beyond just looking for clients. Uh, So I actually enjoy when people have these kinds of questions because it lets me know that they're serious about incorporating LinkedIn into their overall strategy. And and of course, that that can only help a brand. So what is uh, one of the, well, what is one of the main, what tips for a, excuse me, for having an attractive profile on LinkedIn, what would you recommend? Well, there are several things. One of them is to uh, present your brand, you know, tell your brand story. And the reason that's important is because so many people on LinkedIn use it as an online resume. And it, it, it really is not an online resume tool. Uh, having an online resume or what I call resume speak doesn't allow anyone to stand out. You know, we can't connect with you. We don't want to connect with you when we read resume speak. There, There's nothing sexy about that. Okay. Yet, when someone tells their brand story and they talk to us as though they're having a real conversation, those are the people that stand out. And because they stand out, they get better results on the platform. So I would start there with ditching all of the resume bullet points and talking to us as though we're meeting in person and we're having a conversation and and let your brand be clear uh, so that you are set apart from everyone else that does what you do. That's brilliant. That's good. So if you're listening to uh, this and you're looking for tips on making your um, LinkedIn profile better, there we go. Heard it from the source herself, the 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 (laughs) LinkedIn professor. (laughs) It's quite good if you... That's quite a good brand. You can have like T-shirts with that. The link. You've got T-shirts with that. You've got LinkedIn professor, haven't you? You just got LinkedIn. I do have T-shirts, and uh, my VIP clients actually receive my T-shirts uh, as a part of their package, and it, it always makes me proud to see someone wearing my shirt uh, or holding up my book or or any other uh, way that they are vocal uh, about the work that we do together. It's always very rewarding to see you know i think uh the part of my story that so many people are fascinated with is the fact that i was completely anonymous in 2014 i had no online presence i wasn't on social media at all i wasn't on linkedin i literally had no online presence and and i was completely anonymous to the world and uh now it's just the opposite (laughs) that's good that's what you, that's what you want. That's the whole point of business. And if you is getting that presence around, it, whether I mean, do you recommend? I mean, I, I found that uh, with myself that uh, posting is good. There's a lot post your business as in many places as possible. You know, it's just the free ones because it gives you presence online, and you you start to get found quite easily without having with not much effort. Do you find that works for you? I find that wherever people can see you, they 
we need to see your authority as well. And it's important to distinguish your authority versus uh, being an expert. Expert. You know, I, I hear a lot of people who are striving to be known as an expert, and I, I, I always challenge that in that we're all experts. And if you've spent any amount of time in your field, uh, of course, you're an expert. You've learned some things. You've accumulated some acumen. And uh, because experts are everywhere, again, nothing about that makes you stand out, but experts learn from the authority in their lane. And so I always encourage people that when you show up, uh, no matter where that is, whether it's online or whether that's in person, when people see your authority, that's when they pay attention because they they see your value. Uh, there's value laced in that authority, whereas being an expert is, is great, but being the authority and, and being known as the authority is something totally different. Let's go. Here's our question for you. With the, you see, this day, the, with the social media day and age, there's a lot of people going live. Now, there's, there's a lot now, coaches, there's a lot of coaches out there now, whether they're business, voice, whatever coaches there are helping people find their voice or whatever. Anyway, there's lots out there. When you watch some of them, now, as you're going back to the the thing about saying experts, um, do you sometimes is there ones that you think yeah they're good they've got it they've got it sus they're perfect they're they're doing the right thing? Is there some that you listen to and you go oh my my word and you go these these just don't have a clue what they're talking about and they're kind of saying they're portraying themselves as this the kind of oh know it all kind of person if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the brands that stand out are the brands that uh, position themselves as the authority versus the expert. And they really are utilizing live broadcasting as a part of building that brand authority. And I think that's such a great use of technology in a, in a great way to, to gain more visibility, but to also solidify your place in, in in the marketplace as the authority you know there are brands that uh, are are so valuable presents so much value every time they show up that whenever we get the notification that they've gone live we literally stop what we're doing just to tune in because we know that person is always bringing us value and so their brands are able to uh, allow them to grow their business in a totally different way than someone uh, without having that authority so it's it's actually really fun to watch those brands uh, grow and 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 gain that kind of momentum in order to grow their business as well. Cool. Uh, we'll take our. I'm going to play uh, the song. So I've got the. I managed to get the, the first song I was going to play is Adam Rigged on Top of the World. Uh, I managed to get it sorted this time. Uh, in between uh, playing the last one, so uh, we're going to slightly swap around. So we're going to play Top of the World, and we will come back and we'll find a bit more about uh, Tuana. Ross um, on her just her coaching and talk about some of the or the success stories from her clients that she deals with and uh, just how and how when how she gets the people to approach her or take her services etc etc. But we'll we will be back uh, after Anna Rigdon, a country Canadian singer from uh, 
Saskatoon, I'm not even going to pronounce this other town, it's, in, it's just tongue twister to say the least. So we will be back after uh, Aaron Rigdon. So we'll be back after this. Diamond shining on the 4th of July Like a ray of light breaking through the storm outside Aletha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonglive.co.uk. Welcome back to Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders uh, on heartsonglive.co.uk. Uh, we have a guest, Joanna Ross. Um, I just want to give a shout out to some of our supporters and uh, contributors to the show. Guy or Cook from the Guy or Cook podcast. You can uh, Guy or Cook report. Just search Guy or Cook and you'll find him. 
Um, he's on Podbean, like myself, um, with the Ramsey Unleashed. Um, also, AlienSmith.com, if you're looking to use live streaming platform, you can look at our YouTube channel, that's I-L-E-A-N-E Smith, uh, and you can, if, if you're looking for a pl- right platform for you, if you like to do live streaming, she tests us with everything possible. I don't know how she does it, but she does it. Um, and uh, she does podcasting as well. We've got uh, IdeasGoLive.com, John Norman, if you're looking for a website, as well, you can uh, contact him, ideasgolive.com, edinburghdusters.co.uk. If you're looking for cleaning in Edinburgh, Lothians and Fife, you can give me a shout. Um, and we've got lots of lots and lots of other people for humanities. Shannon Griffin, who supports us all the way from sunny California, Stockton. So uh, we'd like to thank you for all these people who support us out there. But yeah, so, and as I say, the most obvious one, kingdombeads.com. If you're Lethem, if you want to buy some beads, you can, you get, if you quote Unleashed for the time being, you can get 10% off uh, some beads if you don't have to be whatever you might like. Go and have a look. Go to the website. And anyway, that's my a bit of commercial break. I'm going to be back with her guest, Joanna Rust. Are you still alive? You still, you're still, you're still hanging in there? Still good? You're not on the volume yet, no? I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> She's not reached for the coffee. Oh man! <laughs> so tell before we kick off for your coaching stuff. What 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 movies do you like? What TV programs do you watch? Do you watch TV? Do you watch movies? Uh, and what's your what what's your favorite food? There we go. Something random about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually haven't watched TV now in about. Uh, three years or so, and uh, and and so I went from being a huge TV fanatic and uh, having a TV in every room in my house, and all of them would be on simultaneously, <laughs> uh, to now having uh, not a single TV plugged in anywhere, and uh, I gotta say that alone has. Uh, change my calendar and my schedule because now I, I have way more time to focus on growing my business. Uh, I may not be up on the latest and and uh, the latest and greatest happening in the world, but um, I certainly am, am not distracted by the hours upon hours of TV that I used to watch. And, um, and, and it really has shifted uh, my whole life in that uh, I, I really am able to do other things. So I spend a lot of time reading now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I did watch a lot of TV, I will say uh, the kinds of programs I'd be drawn most to uh, were business related. You know, okay. So I was a huge fan of shows like The Shark Tank and, mm-hmm. and anything else related to business and uh, I think if I were to watch TV now those would be the kind of shows that I'd be looking for and uh, I I currently live outside of Chicago and Chicago is known uh, for a lot of things and one of those things is its food you know we have great food here Mm -hmm. in Chicago and uh, I've become a huge fan of Chicago style pizza Mm -hmm. it's not like regular pizza it's deep dish and and they're like uh, they're they're very uh, hearty, but very, very good pizza here. Very f- good food in general. So cool. I'm I'm grateful to live in a place 
where uh, I've got so much to choose from, and it's all really good. <laughs> I would I would like to visit Chicago. I like to uh, just because I'm a bit of a well, that's my TV. My, my I don't really watch TV anymore, but I'm more about I watch online. I watch uh, Chicago, the Chicago Fire PD and Chicago Med series. I do love that. I would love to visit Chicago. It'd be nice just to see that. <laughs> Oh, well, you definitely have to plan a trip. I'll tell you, all the places that I've lived and visited around the world, Chicago really is an awesome place. And the amount of talent in this city uh, is is always uh, uh, mind-boggling to me. There's just so many creatives right here. And as an entrepreneur, it really is a, a, an excellent energy to be surrounded with because of the amount of talent that's here and so many resources as well. So I can't wait for you to pay a visit. Yeah, I mean, I've just, as I say, about, it's amazing how time flies when you come back from your holiday. Uh, when I was six, five, six weeks now, it's crazy how time flies. Uh, I'm, I was in America, so I did my Fort Lauderdale, uh, Philadelphia, New York, so East Coast. Uh, holiday and catching up with people I knew that I connected with social media but I think the plan see what happens next time that'll be the, the, the plan a bit of Chicago maybe west coast we'll see what happens and uh, go from there but no I'd love to um, uh, get over again so I, I thought it was a buzz New York would be for the first time just a complete buzz for me it's great uh, but I loved it completely loved it uh, and Florida it was just great but I have to say my, my main addiction was Wawa coffee I love Wawa coffee I was in Philadelphia and I went, I was like, oh, wow, happy days, this is good. So I loved it. So have you ever tried Wawa coffee? Have you got that in Chicago or near Chicago? Uh, no, I've never actually tried that, but I too am a huge coffee fan. And um, I, I've not tried that though. And and now I need to put that on my list. Yeah, you get your, <laughs> if you're ever in Philadelphia, I, well, this is when I, when I got to Philadelphia, I basically, once I got myself parked, once I got myself to my Airbnb and I got directions of where to go, I walked and I saw this plate Wawa, W A W A, and it just just opened. And there was big these big flag things outside. Free coffee. I thought, hmm, result. So <laughs> and, hey, <laughs> not back a free coffee. So but I went in and so you just help yourself. And, okay, yeah. So I went to and I said, I got the biggest cup possible and saw these lovely flavors of coffee, hazelnut. Original, uh, Colombian, uh, and I thought brilliant. So I basically filled it up, put my cream in. Well, obviously, uh, we you call it heavy cream in America, so we call it double cream. So kind of cream, um, and uh, just went. Oh, result, great. Got some food. So I kind of like took advantage of the free coffee for that day, for the couple of day, day and a half on the Sunday. Got my breakfast there. It was great. So. Um, but I lo loved it. I think Wawa would be superb in, in Edinburgh. I think, it was, but the coffee is really nice, and I go, uh, you would like it. It's just a, I think is, I'm over here. My you've got obviously Starbucks, which is everywhere. You've got uh, we've got Costa Coffee, which is more Italian uh, coffee, which is very nice as well. And I like my Costa Coffee. But when I went to Wawa, when I saw Wawa, and I had Wawa, and I thought, wow, this is just superb. Uh, you would love it. It's just, I think it's just better. This is a really nice coffee for some reason. I don't know what they do to it or whatever's in it, but it's nice. <laughs> and I highly recommend it. If you're a, a bit of a coffee snob, nothing worse than a bad coffee. If you go into a place and you go, and it tastes burnt, and it tastes just bitter, and you go, oh, right, no, I have to take it back and say, your coffee machine rubbish is burning your coffee. 
But uh, I'm a bit of a coffee snob. I don't know. Do you find that you don't get a good coffee? It's like, ah, frust- frustrates you because you're like your coffee so much. Yeah, I literally run on coffee. And uh, <laughs> and so I can relate. Uh, in fact, my friends and family know that if I'm out of coffee, they probably <laughs> should duck for cover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of coffee. Quick, duck, run. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I, without it, I am nothing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, listen, let's go into your uh, coaching. Um, and we'll, let's tell us about your coaching and what you your, what you do with your clients in your coaching, uh, your strategy, um, and, it's, and some success stories from start to finish, ones that maybe be more challenging and how, yeah, and how you've got them to be from next to nothing to something. Sure. You know, I, I truly do get to do what I love and, and work with really amazing people in the process. And most people that hire me to coach them are uh, really wanting to not just build a brand, but monetize their brand, which is uh, where I spend most of my time. And as an award-winning branding coach, I have a specific formula to what I do. And it really consists of three different segments. LinkedIn is a, is a part of it. And having that platform actually uh, establish brand credibility, but also teaching my clients how to publish best-selling books to solidify that brand authority, and then teaching them how to get paid to speak so that they can increase their brand visibility. And between all three of those, uh, someone that works with me is able to not just build a presence, but monetize that in the process. And I I tell you, I've, I've got so many clients that I've been able to watch witness them go from a space where they weren't sure uh, how to communicate their message in the marketplace uh, to the point where now uh, the marketplace has responded and people are coming to them with opportunities instead of the other way around where people are looking for the opportunities. And I get to work with uh, all kinds of, of business people, mostly entrepreneurs and everything from, uh, I've got a, a 12 year old client who is absolutely amazing <laughs> at, at 12. Yeah. He's 12 years old. He's already a CEO of his own business that he's <laughs> had for a couple years now. And he's on the cusp of making his first million dollars. He's already a best-selling author. Uh, he comes out with his third book soon. Twelve uh, he, years Yeah, old. he's 12. He's, <laughs> he's 12, and he amazes me to no end uh, because he is a speaker as well, and not just a, a speaker, but he is uh, certified by Les Brown, who is one of the top speakers in the world. And as a result of that, this past summer, he spoke on three different continents. And at 12, 
uh, to be able to have that amount of success is absolutely amazing. And to see how he's grown his brand uh, in the process of our time together, you know, it just brings me so much joy to witness. And uh, all of my clients are like that. Uh, they've they started with. Uh, either no brand at all or a brand that they hadn't really grown yet. And now to see the success that they've, that they've uh, accumulated over our time together, it just really is uh, such a wonderful feeling to, to see that and to know that you played a small role in that by teaching them uh, some of the things that have, have worked for you. It just is a very rewarding place to be. And uh, because I specialize in teaching them how to monetize their brands, not only am I watching them get opportunities, I'm watching them build their their wealth at the same time. And so I, I truly am grateful that I get to do this and that I get to work with people who are uh, hard workers, you know, the vast majority of entrepreneurs don't make it. They don't stay in business. And one of the reasons, uh, in, in my experience anyway, is that this is hard work. And uh, because it's hard work, it, it takes resilience. It takes someone who's uh, got a, a, a drive to do something no matter what. And those are the kinds of people that I've been able to work with and to see them thrive in their businesses really is the best thing ever. And I, I really wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> Just in case you, I mean, listen, you did hear it right. For those who are listening, you heard a 12 year old kid boy who is close to making his first million. He's got three books. He's a speaker. So just in case you're thinking, oh, there's no hope. If a twelve year old if a twelve year old kid's gonna write three books and he's close to hitting a million his first million, wow, I have to say that's impressive. That is very impressive. Mm -hmm. And uh, Yeah, and even the opposite end of the spectrum too. I've got a seventy four year old client who just started her business earlier this year. Crumbs. And she She's already hit six figures and the year's not over yet. So when people think that they can't do something and that they don't have what it takes, you know, I always encourage them to reverse that thought process. We can do anything that we want to do. It's a matter of, will you do the work? <laughs> wow. That's impressive. Certainly, excuse me, certainly six, um, six figures already. That's a nice tidy wee sum for a... To top up the pension, as we say, wouldn't it? It's a great accomplishment, especially considering that when they started, they were doubtful that they could do what they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I hear so many people th say things like, uh, well, I, I'm too old to do what I love anymore. That ship has sailed. And Really, that's just not the case. And so I find that if I can simply show somebody how to monetize what they love and build a business model behind that, that's when they have their aha moments that open their mindset to something greater that they can and will achieve if they do the work. Yeah, so that's what's important is doing the work, which is the mm -hmm. main thing. So if you don't do the work, you know, obviously 
you're just not going to get anywhere. You can't expect the businesses to fall in your lap unless you actually get yourself out there and tell people where the shop is and where it's open and what time you're open and what your trading hours are. That's how you get your brand out there, basically, is by opening your mouth. Absolutely. And and being consistent at it, you know, when we see your brand over and over, then you become top of mind. And I know that from experience because people tell me all the time that when they hear LinkedIn, they immediately think Tawana. And that's the impact of having a visible brand and one that's consistent uh, in delivering the message. So you're absolutely right about that. That's cool. So what... Um we're gonna. I'm gonna try and see if I can squeeze our song. But but before we do that, Billy, if you were to tell us about your fu- your now your future goals, what is your kind of have you got a forecast for the next five years, or have you kind of what you're kind of looking to expand on or grow in? Tell people where you're thinking of what your sort of kind of aims for the next uh, part of your business. Sure. My my biggest goals now are to grow my speaking business even more. And so I currently do a lot of speaking, which I enjoy because it allows me to uh, deliver my message to a much wider audience and make a much bigger impact. And I want to do more of that. And so over the, the next several years, uh, that piece of my business will grow. And I'm really excited as well about uh, creating a certification program. And uh, while I realize that will take a while to build, uh, it allows me to still teach what I've learned and be in the classroom to do that, but also provide the value of an actual certification for those who do that kind of work and and who need those credentials in order to get into their lane with the authority that that they should have. And so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and, And that will be a long project, but certainly worth it because having credentials in the marketplace is one of the things that sets a brand apart from all the others. Cool. So give us a wee, we're going to, well, we're kind of almost, we've got about five minutes, so say anything you want, because if, I'm, I'm, <laughs> give us, um, I don't know, I'm trying to you can just talk anything really, just feel free, give us give us an insight or give us a message you want to put out there to people to uh, encourage them in some way or form. Absolutely. You know, for for starters, I, I named my business Get Over Yourself because I realized that, especially as entrepreneurs or uh, entrepreneurs, as we call them, people who want to run their businesses full time, you know, a lot of what we say to ourselves is what's holding us back from from achieving the goals that we have. And once I learned that, uh, and and also learn the the tools and skills to reverse that. I just became adamant about teaching that to other entrepreneurs so that we're not holding ourselves back and we can tap into building those brands that we see for ourselves that have that value laced in them. And by all means, when people want to work with me, I always direct them to my website, thelinkedinprofessor.com, because on that website, thelinkedinprofessor.com, there is a way for anyone anywhere in the world to 
schedule virtual coffee with me. So while I can't sit down in person and have a cup of coffee with everyone, I can have virtual coffee with anyone anywhere in the world. And it's a few clicks away from getting on my calendar if someone goes to my website and schedules that. And I get very uh, stoked when I see people who have scheduled virtual coffee because it really does allow me to engage with people uh, and take our online relationships offline uh, because I love to learn about people's businesses and what their missions are. And when they describe all of that to me, uh, because my brain is wired to see business models, I can I can see clearly how to take someone's love and passion and turn it into a business model that creates wealth. And the way we do that is, is by actually having that conversation. So I do invite anyone to go to my website and actually schedule that so we can talk through a strategy for how to not only build a brand but monetize it and uh, and that's anywhere in the world just by going to my website the linkedinprofessor.com there we go i i was run out of questions to see so i'm glad you <laughs> i was thinking i'm i'm yeah i'm <laughs> pretty much covered a lot we have covered a lot it was great to uh, um basically talk about your brand and as i say it's good to have an insight to linkedin because some people will, will do it and not really have a, a clue where to go and where to start and that can be mm-hmm. the same with many platforms and you look at if it's a bit looking a bit complicated and jargoned and you go right okay where do i start and and kind of mm-hmm. it's good to have that kind of guidance and have that book that people can buy read and obviously give you a shout and say hey uh, i need some help <laughs> absolutely you, I mean, yeah good. the platform is uh, actually i hear the word daunting often when people reach out to me for help with linkedin they they often comment that linkedin is daunting you know because it's a professional platform and people think that they have to show up on that platform all buttoned up and formal and i encourage people all the time that when you show up on linkedin especially with a brand be yourself uh, be authentically you the platform is not a stuffy place. It's a place where we go to connect with other business people and we're, we're not stuffy in nature. And so by being yourself on that platform, we can actually see uh, the authenticity, which is what people gravitate towards now. And so I, I always encourage people show up on the platform in the way that you would show up in real life or the way that you would show up on other platforms. And granted, that means that, or it might mean that there is some reframing that needs to be done. However, it's still you. It's still you showing up in your totality. And we deserve to get to know your brand on LinkedIn, just like people get to know your brand on other platforms. And if LinkedIn is a daunting place, by all means, that's where I come in. And that's where I teach people uh, not only the strategy of using it, but how to use it to grow that that brand authority and build that presence so that people can become top of mind because it really is a place where business is done and I'll tell you from a conversion standpoint uh, 
statistics say that on Facebook, the conversion rate from uh, leads to actual sales is somewhere around 26%. Meanwhile, the conversion rate on LinkedIn is above 80%. And so I tell people all the time, if your brand is present on Facebook and you have a tribe of people who are loyal, and just imagine what would happen if that brand were visible on LinkedIn, a place where people intend to actually do business. Because we don't intend to do business when we log into Facebook. We log into Facebook to see things that, you know, make us laugh and mm-hmm. and and things we enjoy, but it's a social networking platform. Whereas LinkedIn, we log in intending to do business and because of that difference in mindset, the results are that much greater. And so it's definitely somewhere I, I encourage people to spend more time. And if it is daunting, that's where you, you you head to my website and schedule virtual coffee and we can talk it out. There we go. You heard it, from, heard it here first. As I say, if you have a problem and if you can find her, you can call the LinkedIn professor. Sounds like the team, doesn't it? Anyway, um, but anyway, <laughs> that's the main thing. But anyway, I hope you had fun um, being on the show, uh, Tuana, and I hope you enjoyed uh, be experiencing Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders in Edinburgh, Scotland, and me being a complete nutter, nutter, which I am, and, <laughs> and, and you've survived. You're not. You're not. You're not going to get taking a lawsuit against me. I'm, I right. I, sharp exit. <laughs> no, it's all been fun. It's been great interviewing you. I, I like to, and I'm glad it's been. It's been a pleasure, and I, it's great having insight about what you do, and especially with LinkedIn and business, and it is help. Feel free and look at my LinkedIn profile and give me some severe constructive criticism because it's also good to learn and how to look at it and say, well, you could do this or do that better. It means it may be a bonus. So feel free and constructively thrash me uh, and give me a... and say, it's dreadful. <laughs> so <laughs> just it, rip it up, start again. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we have, we have run over time and we are uh, need to call it quits and uh, as we could probably chat away. Um, but as I say, thank you. I hope you've survived and you've uh, enjoyed your time over here being on being interviewed by myself. I sure have, and thank you so much again for sharing your platform and uh, allowing us to tell our stories. I, I certainly appreciate what you do, and I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Well, as I say, I'm here. I love I love connecting people. I love helping people get business, and as I say, it's great to just have people to chat and have a bit of a conversation. And we've had our virtual coffee technically on the heartsonlive.co.uk on Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders. So to everyone who's been listening, thank you. And uh, whatever you're doing the rest of your Saturday, have fun on the weekend. And as I say, well, maybe you're starting the Christmas shopping because it's that time already. But anyway, take it easy, folks, wherever you are. And we'll be back next weekend with a great episode coming up, which says it is Remembrance Weekend, uh, on which is the time when we remember the fallen from in America as well as the UK people who have uh, basically lost their lives um, to be able to give us that, that democracy that where we are now in our uh, in in this time our freedom because they fought and they laid in their lives through the wars of the one and two uh, and we we remember them next week we have Hart Porter on next week who is a Navy and he's going to be talking about PTSD and things like that regarding um, ex-vets and stuff like that so That'll be interesting as we remember the fallen Remembrance Weekend next weekend on Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders. So take it easy, have a good one, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye now.